Spooky gentlemen. Oh, spooky gentlemen. Spooky gentlemen. Just the spookiest of the gentlemen. It's another uh, rendition of Brian and Eric do not belong here. The podcast where we do very little research and scare ourselves. I think this is arguably the most research we've done for one in a We're while. We're doing actually was- pretty good. We're on a high. So hold on to your socks. Hope you guys are ready for just a fire hose of occult information. <laughs> This week only. This week only. Yeah, don't get used to it. It's just a little surprise attack. Uh, we did some reading. Uh, we are we are raring to go. We got some got some big news. Uh, this is Eric. I'm here with my wonderful, handsome, well-studied, um, and esoteric. That's not really an adjective you'd use to describe a person, but colleague Brian. Hey, Brian. What's up? Hey, thanks, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. Tired. Yeah. But like, also excited. I, yeah. I, this I think this is going to be a good one. I got a giant Red Bull from the bodega. I know. To our, our coworker Eli was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. Blue? What do you guys have planned? You 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 just slammed down two diet cokes, ice cold diet cokes <laughs> on my desk, <laughs> and my eyes lit up like a sick little baby. It's time to go. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's go. I'm yeah. I'm also excited about our uh, joint rotisserie scam. Oh yeah, we we. <laughs> Uh, this I think it's a good time as any to uh, yeah. formally announce our official spinoff podcast. Brian and Eric share a rotisserie chicken for lunch every single weekday. <laughs> I'm just going to call it Brotisserie Pod. <laughs> I, there's a grocery store called Western Beef, which yeah. I would not call the king of quality groceries. No, but I'll tell you what. You can get a bag of goat meat for like $3.99 a pound, <laughs> which is a fucking hell of a deal. But you can get a motherfucking $5 rotisserie chicken. Yeah. And uh, just eat to your heart's content. I don't know. I've I've been I've been in this game for a while, so I don't know if you've encountered one of these. Some of them have a weird sauce. <laughs> I haven't. Today was my first uh, adventure yeah, into yeah. this. Uh, new what did you? Land. Pretty good. Not bad. It was fine. It tasted like a rotisserie chicken. Yeah, I can't a, say I've ever a had a rotisserie chicken that's blown my fucking mind. Yeah. So they're always good, though. It's always a it's solid B food. It's always great. Yeah, I'm nice. trying to slim down for uh, some pending nuptials, and uh, I'm on Weight Watchers, yeah. which I've done and had success on in mm-hmm, the past. Mm-hmm. But uh, now, uh, chicken breast is zero points. Yeah. So just that's the little loophole. Take that that's fucking skin off. Take that fucking skin off. Eat two goddamn chicken breasts. Yeah, every, and that's all a, day. And I will say, I haven't snacked all day. Very satiating. Yeah, the protein. It's the okay. protein in there. I gotta say, listeners, you can't see. Brian looks phenomenal. Sleek. You look great slim. too, Eric. Thanks, man. You always look great. You look great. All right. Well, uh, hey. Uh, so we have some uh, the big news week big news in the week. world of. The paranormal, yep. or the extraterrestrial, yep. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you? We have we have that article here. Should do we you dive wanna, in? I think. Should I we think, just dive in? I would love to dive into this because I think that this is important. Hello to our chat room. Also, because uh, we're we're, li- we're recording this live right now. I see PJ Callan is here again from last week. Hello. Oh, PJ's back. Nice. Uh, Taylor Navarro is here. T Navarro. Uh, and. Uh, Hello. Hey guys. Hello. We're we're gonna be mon- you guys want to talk to us? We'll just talk right back to in the chat. So uh, let's Stop jump into yeah. this news because I think this is gonna be a big fucking deal. Do you wanna do you wanna read the article? Sure, man. Let's do it. I don't want to oversell this, but I'm gonna say thousand percent proof aliens are real and contact is maybe imminent. Yeah, I, I, you know it, what I mean. I mean, man, this is something. This, this is, from, is something. This is from CBS News. <laughs> So a cut above our normal uh, dime store, dime store uh, rags that we normally source our National Enquirer get out of town. You mean, you mean uh, vegan witch friends? Is yeah. not a, a reliable first source. I don't know, man. I don't Primary know. source is the word I was looking for right there. There we go. I, I feel like half of this podcast is just a verbal tightrope where we're desperately trying to search our rapidly failing memory banks for just <laughs> the 
perfect, very basic word that we should have just easily on hand. We don't. I don't know. I've got aspartame just clogging up my my synapses. Just a lot of Diet Coke and screen time, blue light at night. I'm all fucked up. Anyway, all right, here we go. So so let's get, here's what's going on, guys. This is from January 9th, 2019, 9.33 p.m. Breaking news via the CBS News Network. The headline is, Mysterious repeating radio signals in deep space discovered. Like, that is a spooky ass. I mean, that is a headline that you see that, you scroll past that on Facebook, your shit stops. I'll, like, say, I'll say this. Repeating radio signal. What? What the fuck does that even mean? What is that? <laughs> what is... I mean, is it a song? Do we know? It's not a song. I'm sure it's just static. I wonder... Yeah, I wonder if there's a sound recording of it anywhere. There must be, right? Somewhere on the... Did they publish like a recording of what they picked I, up? No, I'm sure it's deep in a government vault. You think so? No way it's just published. I'm sure you can find something that's claiming to be it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That would be our normal move to just play that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think this is the one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah. So, so so some kind of repeating signal, which is interesting because most things, most natural things uh, don't just repeat. In a cycle, like in nature, you know, no, uh, audible noises in nature don't just repeat on a cycle. Like is that true? Manufactured noise. Yeah, mostly. There's usually some kind of like fractal variation in natural phenomenon. Uh. It's like, do you ever see Prometheus? Oh, God. A lo- did you like it? Not to get too deep. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was fine. Except for parts of it. Yeah, I, I didn't hate it as much as everyone else did. I also don't think it was necessary and it was very long. Sure, that too. Uh, and the but, aliens like didn't need to be Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just a beautiful marble Jesus. Yeah, uh, yeah it was interesting. But the, when they like land on the planet, and she's like, "God does not draw in straight lines." When they like see the structure, like <laughs> yeah. they know it's like a built yeah. thing because it's got straight lines. Sure, it's, it's kind of that that idea. So okay, so let's let's dive in. So astronomers over the years have picked up. I'm reading the article now. Have picked up dozens of fast radio bursts, FRBs. This is the acronym, FRBs, Fast Radio Bursts. Mysterious radio signals detected from an unknown part of the cosmos. But for only the second time, they've now found one that repeats itself, making it more likely that we might find out where they come from. Get fucked. Get fucked, everybody. (laughs) I feel like we're swearing. We're all jacked up on caffeine. God damn it. A little feisty pirate radio. Aliens are goddamn coming, and we got to be ready, motherfucker. Yeah, we got nothing. I got no weapons of any kind. I will submit immediately. Yeah, oh, yeah. I hope they have a cool, like, video game simulation. Here's the thing. Okay, so it sounds like the problem is they, they get a lot of these fast radio bursts, but they don't repeat, and they're too quick. Yeah, that's the repeating element is the what the fuck This is the key thing. Yeah, so they're getting like blips and distortions and stuff, but this one seems to keep going over and over. The repeating FRB was picked up by a group of Canadian astronomers, crack squad from the frozen north, according to a study published Wednesday in the journal Nature. So this came out in Nature originally, very reputable journal. It was one of, check this out, one of 13 new FRBs the team detected during three weeks in the summer of 2018. Ha-cha-cha. Hachi-machi. Three <laughs> weeks. 13 new FRBs in this span. So, so many FRBs. That's a lot. I don't know what the normal weekly amount of FRBs is, to be honest, just to be totally transparent with our listeners. Uh, we did more research than normal, but still not a lot. Yeah, uh, I did. <laughs> That was so that would have been a pretty easy Google average yeah. number of FRBs. How many FRBs? I would have felt so smart if you're like, hey Eric, how many FRBs on average? Like, actually, Brian, it's six and a half. Well, during the summer. Yeah, yeah, it tends to peak um, around the equinox. Uh, the solar flares. So, however, this seems like a high number, and it seems like a, a, a short time span, kind of dense amount of FRBs. Astronomers have been finding FRBs since 2002. Though dozens of discoveries have shed little light on what these signals are or where they originate. The signals travel billions of light years through the cosmos, but only last a fraction of a second, making them difficult to study. 
Many theories have been thrown out to explain them. One Harvard University professor even suggested they might be signs of alien life. I'm going to say definitely. That's that's the only thing we're assuming they could be. What else is making an what? FRB? If 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 it's something else, it's boring. Yeah, and I, then I'm going to stop reading it's, this if article. If it's something else, it's like a rock falling <laughs> on another rock on an exoplanet. I don't like that. I don't care about no, that. No, I just assume that happens. Yeah, that's got to happen all the time. Okay. And if so, who's moving the rocks? Who's If somebody's not moving the rocks, I don't fucking give a shit. Someone's got to be moving the rocks, man. I mean, so that's great. I mean, if it's repeating, I don't know what else it... I mean, I'm sure there are many other more plausible explanations, but what what would repeat a sound over and over and over and over again? Except for recording. Just you and me into the cosmos screaming the same, like... Imagine there's, like, a last, like, a dying race on some distant planet waiting for a sign of intelligent life, and this is what they catch. (laughs) And they all just jump into their own pit of lava because... (laughs) This universe is clearly not worth experiencing. Never mind. Yeah, fuck. Uh, Did you ever see that Pete and Pete episode with the kid who is like an exchange student and he acts like he's from the 1950s? Yeah, I vaguely remember that. But it turns out he's actually an alien and he acts like he's from the 1950s because all of the radio transmissions he's been getting from Earth are like 50 years behind. I have not thought of that in many years, but yes, I remember that. Now. It's I mean, like that a, show was weird. It's a beautiful, weird show. Pete ends up go, getting detention and going into summer stu- school because he doesn't turn in his final report, which would have exposed his kid as an alien. <laughs> and the kid gets off of Earth safely. That's wonderful. What a wonderful show. I met them once. Did uh, you? And they were lovely. Our old boss went to college with the younger Pete. Remember I did that? know that. Yeah, I yeah. did know that. How'd you meet them? Uh, they did Gethard Show. Oh, shit. Of course. Uh, and they were delightful. Very nice boys. I feel like they're very much in the uh, the Gethard universe. Yeah, for sure. They only did one show. We were still in public access, but uh, they were great. They were game. They were good, good fun. Good Pete and Pete. Okay, so the article goes on. Until now, only one FRB. Remember, that's a fast radio burst for you uh, knuckleheads out there. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, you dummies. Which was labeled FRP 112102 was found to repeat itself later on. So before this, there's only been one repeating FRB. The Canadian astronomers say they found a second repeating signal that is distinct from the first one. The new signal is known as FRB 180814.J, and then there's a whole lot of other numbers. They're in a completely different part of the sky, and at least a billion parsec away from each other. First of all, I didn't know Parsec was an actual um, real unit of, of distance and measurement outside of Star Wars. No, it, it's quite real. It's used, it was, it's thought to be used incorrectly in Star Wars. Oh, really? But um, they, uh, in Star Wars, it is it is appears to be used as a measurement of time, but then they retconned it to be like, no, he meant distance. Oh, hell yeah. Because it's fucking make-em-ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're playing, they're, they're shooting from the hip. So what is a is a parsec just a huge amount of of distance of like yes okay. yes so this signal the second signal different part of the sky and originating at least from the angle of that it's hitting the earth a billion at least a billion parsec away from each other hmm. this is a quote from Sriharsh Tendulkar a postdoctoral postdoctoral fellow at McGill University who is on the team told CNET. We don't know the, pre- the precise distance to the second one yet. Oh, here we go. A parsec is a measure of distance equal to about 3.26 light years. That's uh, that's pretty far. That sounds really f- billions of those. So it's moving. Or is it? Or, or is it's it- or it's a different origin. We're getting contact. We got two calls on the line. Fuck, and they're identical. They're different. They're just, they're both repeating. Gotcha. That's okay, the same. I understood. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. that's the same. So there's only been one before this, FRB 112102, and it was found to repeat itself. And then this is a new signal, FRB 180814. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And they're from billions of light years apart in space. Fuck. So we got two. We, this is like a, a video. We have two choices, or I guess we have four. We can respond to neither, respond to one or the other, or respond to both. I mean, I don't know what we actually can't. We don't know how to respond to either one. But I suppose we could send something back. I guess in theory. In that direction. I mean, that's the move, right? You like, you take the signal, you you doctor it up so it sounds the same, but it's like clear you fucked with it a little bit and then you and you beam it right back. 
but what if we what if we put it what if we fuck it and it's in a uh, very offensive language <laughs> i don't know man yeah that's true that'd be bad that'd be bad have you heard have you heard the uh the theory of like encountering extraterrestrials that if any we don't want to encounter we don't want any extra extraterrestrials to contact us because any extraterrestrial that's capable of coming and co- coming to earth and contacting us is by definition like just so much more advanced right. than us that will be fu- like it might not even recognize us as a, as right. a life form <laughs> right right because we're just a backwater whatever yeah uh yeah i mean it makes sense yeah it's like douglas adams shit we're just like in the way of some highway <laughs> and they just have to like yeah like best case scenario they think we're cute yes. and like keep us around for that i'd be a great pet I think I'd be a great little Honestly, that's my dream. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my dream. I look at my cat when I leave for work in the morning. I'm just like, fuck you. They figured it out. They figured it out. They figured it out. Man. Yeah, we fucked up, man. We fucked up. That's okay. Maybe maybe this alien thing will pan out. It's like, we think we're cool because like, oh man, we're, we're going to split a $5 rotisserie chicken for lunch and that's going to be our goddamn life hack. Meanwhile, my cat's at home. She yeah. fucking, she shits in a box that I clean. Yep. Whenever it's fucking wants. free food. Doesn't even look for a job. I'd love a shitbox. My cat dude. fucking figured that shit There's out. There's not even mice to catch in your not apartment. Not even mice to catch in my apartment. Nothing. They don't. Does nothing. Does nothing. Does nothing. That's crazy. Isn't ha- even happy to see me when I come home. Have you heard of the uh, of the toxoplasmus uh, toxoplasmosis Gandhi thing with cats? Of course I haven't. Hell, let's. <laughs> oh boy. So it's theoretically this is like a real thing that they found in people, and there's like huge percentages of it, percentages of it in different populations. But it's okay. So it's a it's either a bacteria or a virus. But I believe it lives. It lives both in uh, rats and cats. And when it gets in the brain of a rat, it's like in cat urine. And when it gets in the brain of a rat, oh, I have heard about it. This. Makes rats more impulsive and not afraid. Yeah. Of felines. Yeah. So they're more likely to be eaten by the cat, and thus, pa- oh, it may. You know, no, it makes it makes cat urine. In addition to those other things, it makes cat urine like sexually arousing to them. Great. Some disgusting way, and so it makes them more likely to get eaten by cats. Gotcha. But they think, but not they think. They know it's in humans too. Humans can get it from a cat. Yeah. And it creates all these like weird traits. Like they think it makes like males like more impulsive. Interesting. And more like like it changes your behavior, and like a, a huge percentage of the population has it. Weird. Yeah, crazy. So we got a little we got a little thing in our brain from a cat. Great. That makes us weird. <laughs> that explains a lot. Yeah, I think I might. I think I might have it. I, I have to have it. I think we both have it, dude. Uh, okay, so that's cat. That's cat alien uh, deal. So, all right. So, hang on. So, well, let's go back to the article. Well, FRB one one two two one zero two. That's the old signal repeated itself once. This new signal repeated itself six times. The study says. Shut up. It was also more, this is a typo in the article, it was also more twice as close to Earth, I think they mean just it was twice as close to Earth, as the previous repeater, popping up about 1.5 billion light years away. So it's repeated six times, and it's closer. Fuck. Yeah, dog. Fuck. The discovery is a sign that, could, that there could be even more repeating FRBs out there waiting to be found, and maybe even an answer to the mystery of their source. With more repeaters and more sources available for study, we may be able to understand these cosmic puzzles, where they're from and what causes them. Ingrid Stairs, a University of British Columbia professor who collaborated on the study, said in a statement. What do you think about that? We're doomed. Yeah, we're fucked. Right? We're, we're fucking We're totally doomed. fucked. Oh, God damn it. They're getting clo- That's scary. They're getting closer every, every time. They're playing Battleship with the FRBs. Well, we'll probably be dead by the time they get here, right? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they pick up. Maybe they pick up. Would you want to meet aliens if they had? If, they, if you could? If you could get abducted, would you get abducted? I think my curiosity would win out. I'd be like... You would do it? Yeah, fuck it. Would you I gotta, do it for I gotta the pod? Know. Would you record? Would you just live stream, the, live stream it for the pod? I'd live stream most things, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 live stream it for the pod. Yeah. 
I'd have to, at some point I'd have to do it. Like if you give me long enough of like, well, I gotta know. You do have to know. You gotta know. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think it's like, do you think all of those, uh, like the abduction stories, do you believe them? Like not, do you believe, I feel like whether or not there's intelligent life in the universe, it's like odds are there, there's almost gotta there's be. There's almost gotta be. More than us. What do you think about the abduction stories? Uh, I tend to lean skeptical, mm-hmm. as I do with a lot of these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which isn't to say some of them aren't weird and make yeah, you yeah, go, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do not by default believe them. Yeah. If that makes sense. I mean, I'll say that one of the biggest holes in them for me is that they appear to be like from just a few specific spots and mostly like in the U S I feel like there's not a, I don't I might be misrepresenting this, but I feel like there's not a lot of UFO sightings and abductions in other parts of the world. That's interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean, it feels like almost like a U.S. North American phenomenon more than right. Anything right. else. And were, was there anything like that before like the 1950s where it became part of the culture right. vernacular? Right. I mean, I will say there's it often get it'll get compared to like some of the language and stuff that happens in like old like like fairy stories, like medieval time. Like people will see mysterious like dancing lights that right. kind of hypnotize them and take them to some other place and they see these like weird beings and they kind of get kidnapped. Sure. So that's what proponents would be like, yeah, it's like there are stories that are kind of similar, but I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. So I feel like I could talk about aliens all day. I know. All day. Same. But uh, we got an emergency email from a listener. Uh, we sure like, did. It's Taylor, who's actually joined us in our, our chat room. Taylor, today. what's up? Thank you so much for the email. This was incredible. Uh, I, I think, you know, we, it's definitely our first, it's our first email looking, looking for help. Yeah. Like we gotta, we gotta yeah. help Taylor out here. We gotta help Taylor. Because this is woof. Yeah. All right. So I'm just, I'm just gonna read it pretty verbatim if that's, if that's cool with you. Um, uh, yeah, let's do it. Man, I, I think we got a lot to talk about tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the email starts, and this is from Tuesday. Uh, uh-huh. I started with, uh, uh, I saw her on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor was posting around that she was going through our catalog, looking to see if we had talked about kids seeing ghosts. Yeah. Uh, and that she is super spooked. Uh, and I, so I immediately was just like, email us everything. Yeah, Tell yeah. us everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she did. And, uh, so this is from Taylor's email from Tuesday. Hey, Brian and Eric. So this morning I was looking through all of your episodes because my toddler told me she, uh, told me she saw a man standing in our living room doorway when there very much wasn't to my eye, at least. Goddamn. Before I explain... Uh, This morning, though, I need to backtrack a bit because my daughter is 22 months, so basically two, and and she's been acting weird in our house for over a year now. So a bit of background. We live in a small English village that is somewhat removed from the main towns nearby. Our village isn't old. It was built in the the 70s or 80s, but I don't know the history of it outside of that. Mm -hmm. The first incident occurred when my daughter, henceforth referred to as Dee Dee, was only a few months old. The door to Dee Dee's room is immediately to the left of the front door and right at the bottom of our flight of stairs. My sister and I were in her room talking quietly while I cleaned it, and Dee Dee was in one of those reclined bouncy chairs in the hallway. She was awake and just watching us through the open door. All of a sudden, she bursts out screaming and crying. She kept looking at the top of the stairs while I was checking to see if she needed to be burped, changed, fed, et, etc. Nothing would calm her down until I took her out of the hallway and into her room. Then she immediately calmed down and carried on sitting in her rocker while we tidied. Weird. Okay. Definitely weird. Not... Not too concerning yet. Baby scream for all different sorts of reasons. Sure, sure. I will say the the stare, the fixating at one spot, definitely spooky. Is kind of I have I have a uh, a young a young niece and nephew who are definitely in that toddler like crying age. Yeah, and they'll flip out and they'll cry and scream, but they're not like staring. They're not like afraid of something, right? Or if they're afraid of something, 
they can articulate exactly what it is and it's like a thing that everybody can it's like oh they're afraid of that toy or whatever they don't want to go in the basement but it's never like an invisible entity interesting okay so continuing the email the second incident that i'm aware of was about six months ago when dd started speaking she learned up really uh, up in quotations really quickly to indicate she wanted to be picked up it's a good word well it was just her and I at the kitchen table, middle of the day, just like before, and the house is empty. And all of a sudden, Dee Dee turns away from me and holds up her arms to thin and very uh, to thin air, and very clearly says, "Up." Well, I nearly had a heart attack, but I brush it off. So that's fucking creepy. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, uh, PJ Callen is in the chat saying, "I don't want to hear this story because I have a 16-month-old." Dang, PJ, <laughs> keep an eye out. Well, think of it like a like a ghost alarm. <laughs> uh, so that's creepy baby is just like saying up to nobody yeah. or is it nobody yeah. is it nobody uh okay the third incident was in november we were walking to Dee Dee's daycare literally around the corner from us and there is a section with two rows of fir trees they aren't huge so you can see through them into the road behind where there are a couple of houses drives uh, it was 8 a.m. in the morning and kind of foggy, but not dark, thankfully. We were looking around, and all of a sudden, Dee Dee looks through the trees and then uh, and then at me and shouts, Run! before breaking into a little toddler sprint, what? which is not really fast. Yeah. Uh, she was so worked up, but I didn't see anything, and there was no one on their drives or on the street for that matter. Dee Dee was absolutely so upset and didn't want me to leave her at daycare. When I picked her up, and we walked back in the afternoon. She ran past that spot again, bending over and panting uh, with the effort once we had passed the scary trees. Uh, Taylor's in the chat and says, this is all real, and it freaks me the frig out. The next time we passed the trees, she was fine, and it has been since until the past couple of weeks. So that was some background. Okay. Shit got weird for Taylor recently. I would just like to say that's like a very sick uh, action movie instinct for a toddler to say, Run, run, mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very cool child. Ghosts, run. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so now things are coming thick and fast. Oh, Just man. before Christmas, Dee Dee was telling me there was a monster in the house. We don't read her stories about monsters. She doesn't watch TVs that mention monsters. Trust me, I would know because I watch them all with her. Hmm. And the daycare has not mentioned monsters to any of the kids in her class. There was a point where she said the monster was in or under her bed. Then one day she tells me there's a monster in the house and that she's scared. So we go and hunt the monster down. It was on my bed, she says in parentheses. And we tell uh, we tell off the monster. Uh, sorry, uh, we tell it off and ask it to leave her alone. I told her to say stop it to the monster when it scares her. Mm. So after I tell off the monster, we go about playing, and then half an hour later, she turns around and yells stop it at my bed, and carries on playing. Ooh. I'll say this: what's kind of what's crazy about this is like the escalation yeah and this oh and these kinds of stories it always it's like an incident here an incident there and stuff starts to pick up speed it starts getting fucking weird man okay so we hadn't heard about the monster again until recently but it was worth mentioning that most nights between November and now, Dee Dee has been waking up in the middle of the night and screaming blue murder like she's scared of something Hmm. She won't go to sleep if she's left alone in her room either most of the time. There was one night that she was in hysterics, banging on the door and screaming until she got into bed with us. We've tried taking out toys and turning up the brightness for her on her nightlight, but only our presence in the room will get her to sleep. So a couple of days ago, the monster came back and we tried to befriend it. Dee Dee even gave the monster some tea from the wooden tea set she got for Christmas. I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea. You know, yeah, maybe the monster just wants a friend. I guess, man. Yeah, just I don't know. Just trying to hang out. I don't know. Maybe it's misunderstood. Sure. Uh, okay, so then nothing. So I assume it was all fine. But then the next day, we were walking to the daycare again, and something happened. Empty roads once more, and the second we got out of the house, 
Dee Dee looks behind her at the closed door and yells, Run, there's a monster! So she booked it down the road. Whoa. She was tripping over her own feet, and she was running as fast as her little legs would take her. She ran all the way to the daycare, and I had to pick her up several times where she fell over in such a rush, but the roads were deserted, so I don't know what she was reacting to. That, but she even looked over her shoulder a couple of times. On the way home, she was fine, but her dad was with us, so I don't know if that helped. I will say for the listener or anyone anyone who sort of doesn't doesn't know this age group, this age of a child, like they can run, but not easily. So like sure. they're still kind of clumsy. At right. least my at they least haven't my, quite figured out their limbs. So yet. yeah, so something making them run is that's not like you don't think babies love to run. Not at that age. I feel age. like babies just love running across a room. What kind of babies you got? They're running babies, They're I guess. Running babies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess. I haven't been around a baby in a long time, I guess. But this a, age, like, I feel like you get a little bit older than this, and they start really running. They start really horsing around more. But right. this age, it's like they're still kind of figuring it all out. Right. I have a, I have a little godson, but he's not walking yet. Mm, mm-hmm. Taylor says, "I thought it was best to be polite to the monster." That was a reference to the tea set. I, I get it. I get where you're coming. Well, here's, from. here's my, my only, my caveat with that. Yeah, she does like to run, but not this fast. Taylor says. Uh, but my my thing with the tea set just before we go on was that I feel like I've heard it's like you don't want to if like whatever these things if they're real like the rule is right if if in this kind of game you don't want to invite them in more sure by giving them stuff or acknowledge acknowledging them sure as a it's like you like in in uh, in Carl's email it's like. Kind of have to ignore it. Right. Right. You have to kind of starve it of... Uh... Yeah, of attention. Right. Uh, okay, so fast forward to this morning. So this would have been Tuesday. Yes. Dee Dee and I are in the living room, and she says that the monster is here. I asked her where it was, so I knew where to look when I told it off, and her reply was, there's a man at the door. Oh, no. Well, I was seated next to the door. Uh, the door she meant. A door uh, which was open and opposite the door to her bedroom and at the foot of the stairs. And there was no one there. I stood up and checked that the mailman hadn't arrived or anything, but there was uh, no one at the front door either. I asked her again. Uh, I asked her again, and she said that there was a man at the doorway, and he was scary. So I'm a cautious believer in ghosts. I don't want them to exist, but if they do, I would not be surprised, but I would be absolutely terrified. And I was trying really hard to keep calm because I know what they say about kids her age being able to see ghosts, and I don't want to frighten her. Not knowing what else to do, Dee Dee and I very politely asked the man to go away. I can only assume that he did, because when I asked Dee Dee where the man was, she said, I don't know. From there, we carried out our morning as normal. The only other odd thing was that she started trying to say a name a little while later that sounded like Ashley, but I don't know why. We don't know any Ashleys, and there are none at her daycare. Suffice to say, I'm terrified at the moment. Dee Dee is too young to start imagining things. She can play pretend, but creating new things is beyond the abilities of a not-quite-two-year-old, and it yeah. scares her. She tells me that she is scared, and she stays stuck until a uh, thing is gone or I've picked her up. I don't know what to do. Brian, Eric, please help me. Taylor. I will also throw that before we get too crazy. Uh, we got an update this morning from Taylor. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Brian and Eric, if you're going to cover my email tonight, then I wanted to let you guys know the last part, hopefully, to this story. Dee Dee went to daycare on Tuesday after the incident with the man in the doorway, and I I had asked the nursery workers to keep an eye on her for any weird behavior. I didn't find out till the next day, but Dee Dee went over to one of the workers and told them the man said sorry twice. Well, we haven't heard any more about him since, but I'm still thoroughly creeped out. This is crazy. Taylor, I don't know if you can, if you're actively listening right now, but if you can hear us in the chat, is it have, aside from being creeped out by uh, your daughter's behavior, have you felt any weird vibes yourself? I'd like to know if Taylor has picked up on any. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's one thing to be. If my kid was doing this, I think I'd be freaked out. Sure. But if you, oh hey Taylor, what's up? She says I'm here. Yeah. Have you have you gotten any weird vibes like at the same time as your as uh, your child or independently? 
Uh, while, while Taylor's answering, yeah, I, yeah. I want to throw out there, I want to, before we get too into this, yeah, yeah. before uh, we, we get too into performing an exorcism on Taylor's home, sure, sure. <laughs> I looked up, you know, because it is a common thing of, like, kids seeing ghosts and stuff, yeah, yeah. and Refinery29 had an interesting article on, like, why it seems so common for kids to be seeing ghosts. Yeah, yeah. A... Maybe uh, maybe some shit's going down. Oh, Taylor's in the chat and says, I haven't, but ever since, I feel like I'm being watched sometimes. But that could be an element of being afraid of this yes. thing, of just being spooked. Yeah. Um, so, maybe your house is haunted. But also, maybe uh, kids got young brains. Sure. They can't quite, you know, as adults, we see something out in the corner of our eye, and we go, huh, that was weird. But, like, there's nothing there, so there's nothing there. Well, there's a ghost there usually. Well, maybe there's a ghost there, but usually, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, there was nothing there. And like, we know how to process that. Mm-hmm. Kids don't. Uh, so like, two might be a little young for uh, making up stories and stuff, but it's entirely possible that their brains are piecing together information that they don't have the full context of sure. uh, and have kind of, uh, are just communicating it the best they can and the best they know how. The other thing is, uh, is, uh, it seems that whenever Dee Dee brings up the man at the door or a monster or can't sleep at night cause she's afraid mom's super, uh, mom gets a little freaked out and super attentive. And, uh, the refinery 29 article says, uh, attention is the currency of childhood. <laughs> Kids don't care about money. And, they want and my adulthood. And my as adulthood. Well. But man, kids love mom paying attention. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and like maybe that's not it. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, I, a thing that I would try is before before anything else, before getting too freaked out about it, I think of a try when uh, when Dee Dee brings up a uh, monster or man at the door or anything. Just like oh that's nice, and then move on to something else. Hmm, See if. Which kind of goes to the same of, like, the chaos magic of, like, is it real? Is it anything? Is anything real? Uh, It's all how we interpret it. If you uh, starve it, this this creature, whether it's real or in her head, of attention, you might find it going away on its own. Uh, Taylor specifies, dude, I shower this kid in attention. There are six of us in this house. She gets a lot of attention. Kids don't process that in the same way, you know? I love a uh, chaos magic throwback. She says, "Yeah, t- I think just to be clear, Taylor, I, I don't think I don't think Brian's uh, saying that you don't that you don't give the kid enough attention. Oh it's no, no, not at all, not at all, not at all. That this that this behavior specifically maybe is a way to elicit attention just on demand. Like she can, like right. the kid can manipulate the situation instantly by saying, "Oh, I saw the thing again," and everybody's like, "Whoa!" and everybody right. freaks out. Right, 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 um, right. Uh, kids are kids are all about that. I'm all about that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so maybe that's it. That said, your house is uh ten thousand percent haunted. We got to deal with this. <laughs> I would say move. I would say move immediately. Uh, get out of there. Uh, you've already given this thing tea. Um, <laughs> there is no, there is no going back. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess the occult, the occult explanation for this refinery twenty nine. I think no, I'm just kidding. I think the occult explanation just as good as CVS. Yeah, yeah. just as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think the occult explanation for this, what what a student of the occult would say, is that, uh, or like a true believer would say, that kids, for whatever reason, are just. Oh wow, they are moving at the end of the month. Interesting. Is that kids are somehow more sensitive, and like right, able right. to perceive these entities and that these entities for that reason are attracted to kids. Kids are also more easy to manipulate and right. Right. Whatever. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I would, I, I feel weird. I feel weird giving any kind of advice at all in this situation. Uh, I don't have kids. I don't have ghosts that I'm aware of. Right. Anymore. I don't know. I've had some weird stuff happen to my house, but, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay, so here's yeah, here's what I would specifically say. Full disclaimer: my actual advice would be I don't know. Try 
try moving on to another topic. My, my actual That's advice, I, both from an occult and, like you are saying, like a, a psychological or parenting perspective, would be to ignore it. Right. Okay. That is our actual disclaimer advice. Boom. Back into our comedy ghost podcast. Yeah, comedy ghost podcast. <laughs> None of these are actually going to be good ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't do anything we're about to say. Well, they can't really hurt. Right, right. They won't do anything bad. Right. Uh, I take no responsibility if these are dumb. Anything we riff. <laughs> sure. Okay. So I did look up how to, I did uh, a cursory Google search of how to remove a ghost from your home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first one is uh, Sage. Okay. I, I feel bad. I printed this out from a website and uh, don't remember which one it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, oops. Um, this is just a list of uh, easy ways to get... get ghosts out of your house okay uh sage emily's a big fan of sage so is our our uh our santeria call-in guest big sage person sage so. is a anytime i do something dumb involving the occult emily is right there with the sage really? like making this fucking nope uh that's so fun let me ask you a little sidebar question yeah is, is emily ever worried about your occult activities I mean, there's times where she actively doesn't love it, and I'm not allowed to do it at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I've, uh, uh, I got a Ouija board, and I, I wasn't allowed to bring it into the house. Yeah, which I, I think, think it's very smart. silly because Hasbro makes it. I think that's Hasbro. Ma- it doesn't matter, Brian. It's a fucking toy, man. You could call a penitentiary on any phone. Don't you get it? <laughs> Not on a toy phone. You're talking about a celestial switchboard, my man. <laughs> I love it. Um, Here's my question about Sage. Why does it work? Like, why why would a ghost not like Sage? Uh, it smells lovely. Um... It's really not. It does smell very nice. This, I, love uh, the, I love the aroma. This blog that I pulled it off of has a source named Denise. Uh, I only printed out the interesting page, though, so I don't have Denise's last name. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this goes back to Native American cultures, Denise tells the Chicago Tribune. You can even get sage sticks at some grocery stores, and the smell of sage clears the space. Mm. Um, it's very nice. It's a nice smell. I mean, it's not, it'll make your house smell. At the, at the very least, your house will smell nice after you sage it up. Do you think sage was a tip given to somebody whose house smelled? Maybe. Just like uh, I will say this. Probably someone who has a lot of quote-unquote ghost problems. I feel like that's like a smelly house candidate. It's, not, I'm, not telling, I'm not talking about you, but I mean like someone who's like constantly haunted. Right. And was like, oh, I bet you have additional issues that include yeah, just, uh, uh, keeping a messy house. And somebody else help, just like know, if you shower. It right. also scares the ghosts away. Right. Oh, man, if you uh, if you hit the house with some sage, I bet that'll yeah, do whoa, it. Yeah, they hate that. Oh, man. No, I mean, I feel like it's like a it's like a, uh, a North American, Native American thing. I think sage was incorporated in a lot of things with that. I Yeah, for sure. You know what's funny about so much of this stuff is, like, it's just a real mishmash of, like, cultural practices from often very old cultures that are just putting a nice little stew and right. they all just kind of blend them together and it's like it's good because it's old right you know what right, I mean right blend it into a stew and then pour it out to white people in Bushwick it's, yes <laughs> correct yeah at a premium right right yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah at uh, at uh, Catland which is a cool store you actually should go it's a very cool store but I think you can buy you can buy like the foot of a crow like the seven foot of a crow for like forty five dollars yeah, that <laughs> checks like, out that yeah. fucking checks out uh, okay some other some other tips we have here from this blog for removing a ghost from your home is white candles okay that's a, I haven't heard this one before sure uh, white candles apparently I just reading straight from the blog sage isn't the only uh, thing you can burn for a spiritual clan white candles stave off supernatural spooks too um, Denise from this article claims that uh, the positive energy of white candles uh, make an effect and uh, sort of the light both literally and figuratively yeah sort of wards off darkness at the very least you're gonna create a cozy space I do what yeah I just like candle maybe, light is nice fire light's very nice it does seem like a yeah create a calming space and maybe you'll be less spooked out by uh, yeah so I also want to double check that Denise doesn't own a white candle store yeah 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 you know trying to move some she merchandise could. she could I do not know who Denise is <laughs> Let's get her on the pod. Let's get Denise. 
We're coming for you. Uh, so we've heard about salt before. We've been recommended. It's been recommended to us that we that we put salt in the corners of whatever room we're recording in many times. Right. Uh, we've so also maybe, ignored that advice. Right. Uh, yeah, we haven't put salt in here one time. Not one time. Uh, should Taylor the so in Taylor's house the staircase or the top of the staircase appears to be the issue or well, the, the door top, the doorways and the top. That staircase region, both the entrance to the house, the doorways on the bottom, and the top. Taylor, I don't know if that if we're if we're getting that right, but that's what it seems like from your from your email. Right. Uh, okay. That is, I will say this. That is interesting. That these in all these stories, these entities, these ghosts, whatever, they tend to gravitate towards specific spots. Like sure. Until unless shit gets really out of control and you've got like a full pol- poltergeist situation, it's not just like free roaming the house. Right. Right. It appears to be in pretty specific. Though I guess it appeared on her bed. I guess that's true. Yeah. So here's my question: If ta- oh, also in the kitchen, also in the kitchen. Uh, Taylor specifies. Yeah. Get chat. out. Get out of there. This thing yeah. is out of control. Uh, so here's my question: If Taylor were to sprinkle some salt along the door, yeah, bed, whatever, just for safety, would that keep the ghost out or lock the ghost in? It's <laughs> a great cue. I don't know how that works, Brad. I don't know how it works. Yeah, maybe it was like it's like you do it in the in your bedroom to like keep that safe, but the ghost is just in there by accident, and now you got to go. Uh, now the ghost is just just stuck there. Man. Yeah, you like close the door with the fly in the room, and now it's just buzzing. <laughs> it's just buzzing away. That could be worse. That's not. That's not good. You got to get it out first. You got to get it. You got to shoot it out. Well, maybe that's why you use the sage. The sage like shoes the, it out. Get it out they of there. They don't like it. They say they don't like the sage. Don't like the smell of sage. Right. Right. Uh, maybe have maybe you have a DD uh, sprinkle in the salt just so the monster knows like no nah, the tea was a ruse man <laughs> friendship <laughs> over yeah friendship get out of here maybe make it sage tea. Fuck. You know what I mean? Lay a little trap. Turn the table. You son of a bitch. That's That's it. Taylor, trap the ghost. Sage tea. Put some salt in the tea. Salt the tea. Oh, fuck. Salt the sage tea. Get fucked. Some white candle wax. How about this? You salt the sage tea. You put it in a little spray bottle. Now we got a ghost gun. We just made a ghost gun. Motherfucking ghost. Taylor, you're welcome. Taylor. solved. We just fixed you. Taylor, do that. And then write us next week and just be like, yeah, fucking problem solved. You yeah, did it. Yeah, we're keeping the house. <laughs> we got rid of the Give it. Arm everybody in your face. You got six people. Arm it, all of them with a the ghost gun. This kid sees a little. You don't even ignite. Say, oh, no, there's the, man, the bad man. Whoever's there, don't even say anything. You just turn. Yeah. Without looking, you just spray. Just cold. Yeah. Boom. Side cock. Yeah, side cock it. Yeah, that's how we roll. <laughs> What's up now, ghost? Um... Yeah, fuck. I think that's it. Just, I really like the luring it into a trap, though. Yeah, that's fun. Of like, just an innocent little girl, just like with the all oh, there's some tea. Ha, got you, sucker. Yeah, take some of that. Drink some of that tea. What if it gets mad? No, it's, it'll be dead. Are we making too light of this situation? No, no. This is a hundred percent accurate, yeah, and that's yeah, how yeah. you kill ghosts. Yeah. I want to know, Taylor. How how freaked out are you? Actually? No, don't answer that. Don't no? answer that. Why? Because she's very freaked out, and I'll feel bad. <laughs> True. I need plausible deniability for my yeah, goofs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're just go- we're goofing. But I wonder if we're goofing. But do that. Yeah. Do that. Maybe do that. I think do that. It can't hurt. I don't see it anywhere on this list, but I think it's a great idea to try and trick the ghost. What else? What's what else is on this list? Uh, let's see. I see something here about uh, white roses. Um, it's apparently, according to this blog, white roses literally suck bad energy out from a room i gotta say this list kind of makes it sound like you're kind of trying to fuck the ghost like you're just setting up a real Try romantic a little like black widow action little salt scrub some the candles yeah. some roses you yeah. sit you, you make it smell really nice maybe maybe what uh stops ghosts is love yeah or just fucking I will, hard fucking there's definitely tales of horny ghosts yeah, they're right. We've talked about it. like ghosts that kind of like get get all up. Yeah, not like right. not like have sex with you, but will like kind of like fondle you a little bit. Like you feel violated from the ghost. Oh, gross! That's not fun. No, not cool. No, not cool. Not cool. But but like these are real. I'm not making. I'm not like saying yeah. this to be provocative. These are real stories that people tell of like a uh, a feeling of like very visceral feel. And these are actually kind of com- very compelling because it's a very strong feeling. It's not just being spooked. It's like the feeling of really being grossed out. Right. Anyway. 
Okay, so the so the actual white rose tip here uh, uh, from Denise from this blog, uh, white roses literally suck activity out of the house. Um, when the roses dry up, throw them out immediately and rinse salt down the drain to clear out the energy they absorbed. Wow, that's pretty interesting. That's crazy. You know, it'd be crazy if you did this and they just like withered, in, like three days. I mean, then some shit went up. Then some shit went off. Then some shit went off. Uh, PJ Callen goes, OMG, do you remember in Ghostbusters when Ray got a BJ from a ghost? I don't remember that. I do remember that. I remember my parents making me close my eyes. Really? <laughs> and my parents both, they rented Ghostbusters. Like, oh man, the children will enjoy Ghostbusters. Yeah, and both of them going ghost romp. Both of them going, oh no, we forgot. Close your eyes. <laughs> I don't remember. When does that happen? Do you uh, like see the ghost? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, you... Uh, it's the ghost like undoes his belt, pulls his pants down, and then sure. uh, Dan Ackard makes the yeah, yeah, yeah. face. Classic, classic BJ no- noise face that some, nobody's ever made. Right, yeah, some yeah, A plus yeah. comedy right there, Ghostbusters. You got us again. Would you hook up with a ghost? Assuming no. your marriage is not, you know, you're a single sure. guy. We haven't talked about ghosts. Yeah, true. Does that count? Would <laughs> yeah. you be mad if Emily hooked up with a ghost? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, like, if she hit me with, hey, you didn't, you didn't say no ghosts. You did not. You said no, the living off limits. Yeah. it's. I didn't. Spe- I mean, if she hit me with that, you I did, I did not, not specify. specify. And neither did she. So I don't know. I think we'll have to have a discussion about whether or not ghosts are on the table. It's worth doing before the before the marriage. Yeah. You least. know, it's good to just be on the same. Whatever we lay, it's good to be on the same page. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, would you hook up with a ghost? I don't know. I think it depends on the circumstances. Would you have man. to take the ghost on a date? I'd have to get to know the ghost. <laughs> I'm not just a one. Ghost. <laughs> yeah, I'm not just like that kind of guy where I just so a uh, sexy apparition appears and I'm just. I need to, yeah, you know, get to know him a little bit. Uh, the last tip I have from this blog is uh, some women talking about the silent treatment. Mm-hmm. Just, just starve it for attention. Yeah. It sounds like the more you pay attention to it, the more it'll fucking, it more fucking loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking loves attention. It looks like it says tell them to get out of there, too. You just tell them to leave and then you ignore them. You can, you can use your voice, too. Yeah, just, hey, I ain't playing your game no more. Like a dog. Like a, like a disobedient pup. It's been like, you've been poisoned by a child and then ignore them. Yeah, they're out of there. Ignore them for good. Yeah, they're gone. Fuck that ghost. Fuck that ghost. I think that's lame if this ghost is real. Not cool to mess with a little kid. No. That's not cool. No. Get out of there, ghost. Are there any more practical things we can think of, though? I think, like, playing Nickelback. If you were, in a ha- if you were inhabiting a house and, like, all they listened to was How You Remind Me by Nickelback. F- not even talking about the quality of that song, but that song is the only music that is in the house. I'd, I'd fucking peace out of there, right? I don't know. Maybe it's, like a, maybe it's like a real sadistic, masochistic kind of ghost, and it just loves that. It loves bad music, <sighs> Fuck, ghost. Point. Fuck, good point. The um, ghost did apologize. Yeah, but that Taylor, that could be a ruse. Yeah, I don't like no. I wouldn't I wouldn't trust that for a I minute. I don't fucking buy that, man. Yeah, I'd be careful with that. That one. sounds like a shitty boyfriend apologizing, like, oh I'm sorry I did the thing. Take yeah, me back, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Except babe is your daughter and the boyfriend, boyfriend is a is shitty a, ghost. Is a very scary ghost. Who's scary. Yeah, scary ghost. So don't fucking no, I don't buy that shit. I don't buy that shit for a minute. Poison that ghost. Gotta poison the ghost. I mean, what else could you do? I mean, you could get some kind of person in there, get a psychic. Don't pay anybody. No, don't pay. But if you have someone, if you have a friend. If you have uh, two friendly podcasters in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who want to come <laughs> by? Trying to get, get their a, ghost podcast off a, the ground. Yeah, get a ghost hunter. I wish we had a shout out. I wish we had counterparts in the UK. Our UK <laughs> counterparts would be so funny. Uh, that would rule. <laughs> Unless their show was better than ours. Yeah, it probably would be. It, I'd it's, imagine. It's a low bar. Would, would they be living humans with, <laughs> with an internet connection? Because I think that might be all you need. Just do literally more than the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, that would be amazing. If, if there are any um, aspiring... Wish you had kind of... Yeah, ta- well, Taylor, start a pod. Start a UK pod. We'll be correspondents. Talk to your ghost. Bring the ghost on board. I mean, yeah, don't pay anybody. Uh, if you have a friendly local priest, maybe just bring her a sprinkle, a little something, something around there. Can't hurt. Can't hurt. None of this stuff can really hurt. I don't right. Think. Yeah. You know, you throw, it gives you a little peace of mind. Yeah, Worst case you scenario, your stuff gets a little wet from uh, holy water. Yeah. That's, it'll dry. Yeah. It's a little moist. It'll be all right. That's fine. It'll be all right. 
Wow. I hope, yeah, I hope this, I hope this ends up okay. Yeah, keep us updated. Let us know if anything else happens. We definitely want to know. Uh, and if anyone listening to this has ghost problems and want our expert advice, yeah, send them in. Send us an email. I think that's our, I think that's our calling. We're gonna help people with their paranormal problems. Yeah. And if you need us to flip your haunted house, we'll do it. If you gotta get out of there, we'll find a buyer. This maybe. is Eric's game, and I, I will admit I'm not as confident in it. Yeah, Eric's we'll, been talking about it all week. We'll flip that haunted house, <laughs> baby. We'll do reno, rehab, ghost flipping. No, no problem. I feel like the one thing we have less experience in than paranormal research or exorcisms is, in fact, real estate. I used to sell warehouses, bro. Shut the. F- I you- used to sell warehouses in Brooklyn and Queens. I swear. You are an enigma of a man. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand my own my own life. You're just a goddamn. Imagine a book with thirty half finished, poorly written chapters. <laughs> Shortly after meeting my good friend Eric Brenner, uh, you you imparted to me that you used to sell spices. Yeah, I was a spice merchant, yes. You, you Second were... oldest profession. And it was just the most, like, not knowing you very well at the time. Just go, yeah, that makes sense. Yes, yeah, story <laughs> checks out. This is a strange young man who sits. And every now and again, I get these delicious little tidbits of your life. Yeah, yeah, very weird. That I want to know everything about. Yeah, we'll, we'll dive into it. There's some spooky warehouses in Brooklyn, I'll tell you that much. Why aren't we doing podcasts from all of them? Great cue. We oh. will. We'll do it. We'll do them all. I, I am currently working on procuring some travel equipment, and we're going to do some road shows, I'm baby. actually really pumped for this. this I think is, this could be big. I'm down, dude. We're... Uh, Brian and Eric are going on the road. Buddy, I'm just worried, man. What if we run into a Sally House kind of experience? It'd be great. Do you think it would? I mean, for the podcast, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know about my mental health. I'm just for worried about those subscribers. <laughs> we're just... We're, Get some extra ratings on iTunes. We're truly just two bubbling idiots in the first room of the first level of Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> Our sanity and morale is high. We're about to be shattered by <laughs> just an incoming freight train of an occult oh, I experience. Want I want it. I oh, want it. God. I want it so bad. This is the ju- this is where if we're in the movie, this is where the jump cut happens. Right, so we're just sobbing outside. <laughs> yeah, we're in straight jackets. You may be wondering how I got here. Well, <laughs> life moves pretty fast in the podcast world of New York City. What uh, if we already are in a mental institution? Just talking into a pencil, like we're doing a podcast, and they just let us go. <laughs> talking into a pencil. I love how the mic is just a pencil. Uh, yeah. I mean, that would be kind of sick. It'd be fine. Yeah, we'd have we'd have, have approximately the same number of listeners. So that yeah, <laughs> I do feel like I wish my crazy fantasy I had more money. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's rejigger that. I sure, one. wish I was a, a rich ghost podcaster. How do you think our chaos magic marketing demon is? is doing oh i haven't uh i haven't really paid attention to him do you think he died <laughs> maybe <laughs> fuck it's yeah. like dude it's like a, it's like a tamagotchi we just yeah. we fucking blew it <laughs> I feel, oh no i haven't thought of him until you literally just said it i think he's God dead damn it just flopping just gasping <laughs> for air <Love laughs> me. Yeah, a strange little malformed demon it's just <laughs> Flopping around in the periphery, just trying to tell people about our dumb podcast, but he can't. We're too irresponsible to imagine a fake thing every once in a while. Oh, God. I think that about checks. I think that, yeah. Hey, Taylor, thank you so much uh, for listening in, uh, for sending us the email. Obviously, keep us posted, or if you have any other spooky stories, uh, you want to share? I think we'd love to read them on the air. And yeah, talk you can more about them. You can email us at Brian and Eric Pod at gmail.com If you That's got right. a you got a brief little thing to say, yeah, maybe you can hit us up on our Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that 240 characters. Yeah. Uh, we're Brian and Eric Pod on Twitter. Same same name, Brian and Eric Pod at Gmail. Brian and Eric Pod on Twitter. Boom, can't all. forget it. That's it. Can't forget it. No, you can't. Uh, let's see. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Hey. Or I guess it's Apple Podcasts now. Uh, that's a great place to leave a leave a nice review. Leave, leave a review. Leave a nice little review nice about one. how nice and charming we are, and and don't mention the uh, incredible amounts of audio hiccups that happen all the time because we're learning. It's it's the warp and the woof of life, and I think it gives it character and texture. You just want to listen to one of those pure shiny machine produced podcasts. <laughs> they got a lot of those. 
We're handcrafted, baby. Handcrafted nonsense. Uh, Eric, our music uh, is by purple-planet.com. That's, sure uh, that's all over background stuff. And our intro and outro are by my friend Morris Black. You can check out on Spotify and you can find where to buy his cool, weird goth dance stuff. Yeah, I really like it. I love his tracks. Uh, I call it German fuck metal. <laughs> Which is maybe not an accurate description, but it's fun for me. I like it. I like it. Uh, Andrew WK, we're coming. Oh, we're coming. We're coming for. We're you, coming for. I you, think man. he's fine. I think he's hanging. I in. bet he is. But just in case, we're coming. Oh, we're gonna get. We're gonna <laughs> rescue him. I just mean, in the meantime, he's like comfortable. Probably. Like I don't think he's being actively tortured. We're coming, buddy. All right, stay spooky, pals. Thank you.